Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A That's Not Gunner Productions podcast. Hi Gollum, welcome back for your second session today. How have things been going? Terrible. We still haven't been able to find our precious sneaky hobbitses have hidden it away. Gollum, Gollum. Sounds like your mind's really stuck on the ring still. We have to find the precious. Now, if I'm remembering correctly, last time we spoke, you shared that you need the precious, but that sometimes you don't want to need the precious. Yes, we remember. You shared that it was your love, your your life, your world, uh, that it kept you safe, and without it, you described yourself as nothing, just hollow. Let's get to the point. Well, I wonder if we can think way, way back to before you met the ring. What was your love, your your life, your your world? What kept you safe? Yes, way back then, before the precious. Oh, that was a long time ago. Almost 600 years. That's a long time ago, isn't it? We didn't know love growing up. We didn't know safety. No love, no safety. What happened? Our father, he was an evil hobbit. Smeagol could never make him happy. Smeagol was always a disappointment. Our father never loved us. That sounds really tough. Uh, Are there any particular memories going back that, that stand out to you? As examples of this? We still remember. We remember the days of yelling. The days being told how much of a disappointment we were. But worst of all, we remember the hunger. What do you remember about those days? We remember the yelling. Being told we deserved not to be fed. Our father was an evil man. So he wouldn't feed you? Some days, some days, we would only eat four meals. Usually he would skip elevenses altogether. The days where we missed elevenses and second breakfast were the hardest. Sounds like you went through a lot of trauma growing up. We did. We were never provided for. We we were never, never loved. It only got worse when our mother left us. Our father would yell, telling us that we were to blame for her leaving. You really went through so much. 
We got better at catching fish so that we could feed ourselves. We became the best in the village. But facing my father's judgment still stuck with us. We were never good enough for him. Always a disappointment, he would say. Always to blame. So love and care. No, no, no. We knew none of this. Except for Deagle. Sounds like you tried so hard to live up to your father's expectations, but you were always treated as if you hadn't. Not feeling provided for and cared for. Missing out on the love from your father sounds really rough, but you did share that things were different with Deagle? Deagle was our cousin, our closest friend. We would often go over to Deagle's for a second breakfast each day. Deagle provided for us when our father refused. Sounds like Deagle gave you love and made you feel valued during the hardest times of your life. He did. We feel... We felt so terrible for what happened. Terrible for what happened? When Deagle found the ring, the ring called to Smeagol. The ring told Smeagol it could provide for us. The ring told us it was my only, my love. But it told us something else. Something else? That we must first kill Deagle. Oh, right. Deagle stood between us and our precious. So we grabbed Deagle's throat. And we strangled him to death. And then we finally, finally had our precious. How do you feel when you look back on all of this? We feel so guilty. Deagle was always kind to us. And the precious took him from us. We were powerless against the precious. When the precious told us what to do, we still are so powerless. The precious is too powerful. Sounds like the precious promised to provide for you, but it cost you your closest friend and your power. The precious took everything from us. Even after all these years, we still can't stop thinking about what happened. It's still on your mind after all these hundreds of years. Every night we go to sleep, we dream of Deagle. We dream of my father. We dream of what happened. It wakes us out, shaking in fear. The only thing that comforts us is the precious. So you're waking every night from these dreams. Are you able to tell me more about these dreams? It is like we're still in that moment. The dream feels so real. We wake expecting to have Deagle's throat clasped in our hands. But the only thing in our hands is the precious. Get him. Get him. 
They sound like really horrible dreams. You also mentioned dreaming of your father. Yes, we hear his yelling. Hear him telling us we don't deserve anything. What does it feel like for you when, when you have these dreams? Terrifying. We're awake, feeling hollow, shaking in fear. Even when we awake, we feel as if we're still dreaming. We don't know what is a dream and what is awake. So many years, so much guilt. How could we do that to Diego? Our father was well. We are not good enough. We are a disappointment. The only thing left for us is the precious. We must take it back, and we must kill all who try to get in our way. <laughs> I can see just how horrible you feel about what happened, and, and it really sounds like the memories have kind of stuck with you, even up until this day. Still remembering back to what happened every night, feeling like you're still there, living that moment. Yes, we want it to stay. I can hear that. It, it does sound like what you're experiencing each night is kind of a result of the trauma. I- experiencing what are known as flashbacks. What are they? Well, there's a few different theories about what's going on with flashbacks. The main idea is that the memory at the time was so traumatic that it didn't get processed correctly. So instead of being processed into long-term memory, it kind of just sticks around in your forebrain. That's the part of your brain that processes incoming information from the present moment. Uh, Which is why when you have a flashback memory, it feels like you're experiencing it in the present. It feels really real, really vivid. Uh, A good way to think about trauma is actually to imagine trying to eat a whole watermelon. Oh, disgusting watermelons. Give us a cold, wiggly fish of lucky watermelons any day. Okay, so instead try imagining eating a whole massive fish, twice the size of yourself. Oh, delicious. Yes, but imagine trying to eat the whole fish in one single bite. That's impossible. We would choke. Exactly. And that's what happens with big traumatic memories. They're so big, in fact, so massive, that they get stuck. Just like that massive fish would. So, what can we do to fix it? Well, just like you would with that big fish, you'd go back to it, wouldn't you? And try and deal with it one bite at a time. That way, your system can digest it. So we need to deal with horrible memories one piece at a time until they're dealt with. That's right. So we can get better? Yeah, definitely. And look, we can even start now if you'd like. Yes, please. So you have two trauma memories. The memory of your father not feeding you your fifth and sixth meal of the day... And the memory of you murdering your best friend in cold blood. So let's start off with the most traumatic memory today. Think of the day where you really felt that trauma. 
Ooh, the dice I did not give a second breakfast in Elevenses. Okay, so that's your most traumatic memory. So I want you to think back to the start of that day. I want you to be doing this breathing exercise while you do it. It's a nice, simple breathing exercise. Just keep breathing normally. But when you breathe in, count one in your mind. And when you breathe out, count two. Then three on your next breath in. And four on your next breath out. Keep doing this as you breathe normally, right up until you hit the number ten. And then start back at one again. So let's start at the morning. What did you first notice when you woke up? We noticed our stomach rumbling. We noticed how queer the house was. We went and we got ourselves breakfast. Bacon and eggs and toast. Back then we thought they were delicious. Okay, and what, what could you sense in that moment? So what could you smell? What could you hear? What could you see? All of that. We could smell the breakfast, freshly cooked bacon, or we could hear the birds chirping outside. We could see the big, round, wooden table we would sit at and eat our meals. Yeah, and then what happened next? Well, we had just finished our first breakfast when our father woke up. Go on and share what you sensed as you talked through what happened. We felt a pit of dread fill our stomach. He was silent. Oh, that always means he's in a bad mood. Probably drinking too much ale the night before. That would always put him in a bad mood the next day. Ah, so he was in a bad mood, and you noticed the pit of dread filling your stomach. Yes, we could hear our voice quivering as we asked if we could have a second breakfast. Our father glared at us, told us that we eat too much, that we're not worth the cost of the food that we eat. He told us to get out of the house. Boy, sounds like your dad was really harsh on you. While you retell this story now, what are you feeling? What are you noticing? We feel terrified. We feel our bodies shaking. Okay, just keep breathing and counting your breath. If you feel taken away too much back into the, the past and back into those memories, focus back on your breath. And you're counting, so you can get back into the present again. Okay, we'll do that. Now, what happened after your father said you couldn't have second breakfast? We went outside, and we cried. Our stomach was grumbling. We felt worthless. Now, let's pause for a moment. I've got a couple of questions for you. Okay. Okay, my first question is what do you think is the silliest colour? The silliest colour? Yeah, what do you think is a really silly colour? 
Um, maybe pink? Okay, pink. Would you add anything to the pink to make it even more silly? Um, pink with glitter? Okay, great. So now what's your favourite food? Cold Wrigley Fish. Awesome. So let's re-script what happened that day. So think back just before your father woke up. Okay. You can still smell the bacon from first breakfast. Yes, we can remember. Now imagine this time that your father wakes up and comes out of his room. You're there waiting at the table, but this time he comes out wearing a puffy, pink, glittery dress. A pink, glittery dress? That's right. Get the picture really clear in your mind. Okay, but it looks ridiculous in a puffy, pink, glittery dress. That's right. Now, how would you react in that moment? We would think it was hilarious, but we wouldn't laugh. It would just make our father angry. Okay, so in your mind, you're laughing because it looks hilarious. Yes, that's right. Now imagine he starts speaking to you after you ask him for second breakfast. But this time, he sounds like he just breathed in a whole lot of helium. Try and hear those high-pitched words in your mind now. You're not worth the cost of food. <laughs> now that sounds ridiculous. Yeah, now imagine as you walk outside, how are you feeling in this moment as you sit outside? We're feeling like we wanted second breakfast. But we're probably laughing now that we are by ourselves and our father can't hear us. He looks so funny and sounded so silly. Now as you sit there and feel your stomach rumbling, your favourite food starts falling from the sky like rain, cold, wriggly fish. What are you noticing at that moment? We are noticing a feeling of amazement and joy. Our heart is lifting as we grab as many fish as we can. We take a big bite. We have enough fish for all six meals today, and even for the rest of the week. Great, you you did a really good job of re-scripting that memory. This can be really helpful, and I encourage you to do it each time you think back to that original memory. Try to re-script it. Maybe before you go to bed, try and re-script it as well. It may sound odd, but it starts to make the traumatic memory not so scary. It doesn't matter that what you're re-scripting didn't really happen. Because a memory is just thoughts, and you can add and replace thoughts in a memory, and our brain is actually okay with it. And when it comes to big traumatic memories, our brain really likes it because it starts breaking down the original trauma memories, which means it can start to get processed. Thank you very much. We are going to practice this all week. Sounds good. Now, let me know how you go with it next time. Bye.
Hi. Hi, my name is Vanessa. And I am Asabi. And together we are Wine and and Sympathy. Sympathy. That's right, a brand new podcast coming to you from Brisbane, Australia. Together we are going to talk about life, love, relationships, friendships, everything, issues, (laughs) and what it's like to be a fabulous 40-something in today's era. Yeah, we've got a lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk about. And we've got a lot of people that we need to talk to. Lots of people to talk to. So we will be bringing to you guests from Brisbane itself, interesting people that we think you need to know. So check us out. We're on all the socials. Insta, the Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Oh, we're everywhere. (laughs) We are everywhere. And we'll have a website coming soon. So check us out. Wine and Sympathy Podcast. See ya. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.